the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Love. Courage. Truth. Glenn Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Still a little bit under the weather. Hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. 888-727-BECK. Another school shooting. Another uh, tragedy. This time in Florida. 17 people were killed. And as with every single tragic occurrence, this is being politicized from the very beginning. They can't even say, wow. I mean, that is so horrible for these people and their families, their friends. They got to go directly to trying to take the guns away from Americans. Seems to be even faster than normal here. Yeah. Uh, I would yeah. say it feels even faster than normal. I, I, there's this uh, sense of frustration from the left and the media that they keep, l- in their mind, losing that battle. That, you know, peop- they come out and they say that they want to take your guns away and people say, uh, well, you're politicizing it and they back down. And I think that they've now are mm-hmm. pushing back the same way that they're pushing back against the idea that you should pray for victims. And their families. Right. Uh, this is a big, right. big sticking point for the left right now. They're very upset that people would have thoughts or prayers for the people who are involved in this shooting. And so they've decided now, we've always felt this way. Let's be honest. They've always felt this way. They have always felt that they should be able to politicize these events. And they've always felt that your, your stupid prayers are meaningless. They've, they've always mm-hmm. felt both of those things. They believe you're things. superstitious. Right. And mm-hmm. it's a mental illness if you're praying. Yes. And we'll have evidence of that coming up on the show today. Yeah. But they have now, they've always folded to those, to those complaints. When people say, they want to say, they say to each other, ah, this stupid prayers, these stupid thoughts and prayers. I, I'm sick of hearing this. I don't, they don't mean nothing. And they've said that to each other forever, but they don't say, they haven't said that publicly until recently. Mm-hmm. Recently, they've decided that they need to lecture us about the idea that we would pray for the victims. Uh, Peter King, the uh, NFL reporter, not the congressman, but the NFL reporter, Peter King, Mm -hmm. uh, he tweeted this. Whoever says a gun didn't do this, a sick person did. Thoughts and prayers to all the families. Now is not the time to discuss gun control. Get lost. Get off my feed. You are not part of the America we need to strive for. So I just want to make sure I understand mm. that what the 93% of Americans who pray, because it's not just Christians, it's not just conservatives who pray, liberals who are conser- or Christians, they pray for victims. You know who else prays for victims? Muslims. They do it five times a day. Uh, Jews, every religious group, everyone mm-hmm. except for atheists and maybe agnostics pray. And, and, and in certain circumstances, they wind up praying anyway. And you want to get rid of all of them. All of them are not part of the America you need to strive for. How about, by the way, all of the uh, players you interview and make your living off of, Peter, like such as uh, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles from the Philadelphia Eagles who pray a lot. I'm sure you're not going to be talking to them next year. But beyond all of that, this idea that now it is okay for them to come out and just criticize the idea of thoughts and prayers. It's just, it is, it's so revealing about who these people are on the left. Oh, yeah. They've completely so revealing. dropped the mask. They, they don't yeah. care anymore. They're just open. They're so, they hate it so much that they, 
it, the hatred has overcome their sense of reason because, like you said, 93% of Americans or thereabouts are people of faith of some kind. Mm-hmm. I mean, there might be 7 to 10%, maybe 12% that are atheists or agnostic, but the vast majority of Americans are like-minded. And, and, and by the way, the, the, the people who are agnostic and atheists would be included in this as because thoughts are part of it it's thoughts and <laughs> prayers i assume they're sending their thoughts if they're atheists right yes i mean the idea that you can't have compassion and feel uh for victims because that's quote unquote not enough do you know it, the things you're proposing are also not enough there's still going to be mass shootings if all the things you wanted to have uh enacted were enacted how many times have they been asked uh how many of the how many of these instances of these tragedies would have been avoided if your proposals would have been enacted already. Huh. Uh, who did they ask last time? And it was, well, none, but, none. but we've got to do something. None. Yeah. yeah we got to do something. Do something. Well, none, but we got to do something. It's similar to the, to, to what you hear about global warming. It's always do something. It's always do mm-hmm. something. Just I mean, don't do the right thing. You know what I heard today? I, and we, I think we have this audio coming up today. Interview with some congressman. They're like, you know, uh, what, the outrage from from supposedly neutral journalists that they can't believe that these incidents don't drive the action they choose, the action that they want, which is control over people who are law abiding and their firearms. Right. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all they care about. And and this this outrage that they can't understand why each one of these shootings doesn't make the American public emotional enough to pass the things that they want. What they don't realize is that it has nothing to do with that. The, you're not supposed to pass laws based on emotion, number one. The way you're supposed to pass laws are based on sober decision-making in times when you're not in crisis. Make, when you make decisions in moments of crisis, they're bad decisions. It's exactly why we have the process we have. Yes. To prevent massive mistakes when you're too emotional. To, to prevent doing the wrong thing too quickly. But by having to go through this process, it gives you a chance to really review it, look at it, think about it, and and hopefully avoid the bad mistakes. It's it's part of the beauty of our process. It, it really is. That's it's designed that way. Yep. And so the the journalist cannot understand why America does not rally to their cause, their chosen cause, uh, because. They feel like I am emotional because of this. Therefore, we should act in some way. And and look, the idea that you want to stop these things is completely rational. Of course, we all want to stop these things. You know, a, a lot of people on the left are, well, uh, you know, the, this pro-life party, this supposedly pro-life party, don't give a damn when people get murdered in schools. What are you talking about? We give lots of dams. I want to stop this. I mean, I, I've said this before on the air with, with Sandy Hook in that... It's it's beyond hor- horrible. It's beyond. It's literally one of the worst things that's ever happened in the country. Mm-hmm. Just based on a, on on reading the individual accounts and how it occurred and who it occurred to these little kids. And again, the same thing happens again. We are all horrified by it. Every conservative in America is horrified by it. But we don't believe the things you're saying you want to do will work. We don't believe the things you say you're saying you want to do are constitutionally available to you as options. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can't see that shows that this is not about politics. You know, how many different uh, policy uh, prescriptions could we give to stop these things, Pat? 
yes, guns, let's just say for, for a moment that guns are one of the things you could talk about, right? But you could also talk about mental health. You could also talk about security guards. In, Keeping families in together. Keeping families together. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about probably dozens of these things. Do you notice, let's just say, Let's say, let's look at this from completely liberal, crazy liberal perspective, that 80% of this problem is due to firearms uh, and their availability. You know I don't believe that at all, okay? I don't believe that. There's more firearms now. Gun, gun crime has gone down dramatically. So there, there's no sensible reason to me to make that argument, but let's just say that's 80% of the problem. If you're a liberal and you give a damn about these victims, why wouldn't you pursue the other 20%? They won't why even not, consider them. No, why not lock down the low-hanging fruit that supposedly everyone agrees on? Why are you chasing the thing the Constitution prevents you from getting? It shows they don't give a damn about these victims. No, they don't. What they care about is their own political power. And they, they all they care about is this idea they can go on and look like they're better than the Republicans for a week while everyone's talking about this story. They don't care. And it's blatantly obvious because you could pursue tons of these other strategies to, to, to limit these things that Republicans mm-hmm. aren't going to fight you on. They're not going to fight you on these things. They they constantly go back to the same option that they know they can't have because the American people don't want them to have it. And the Constitution prevents them from getting it. And now it's gotten to the point where they just flat out lie. They just blatantly oh, lie to try to get their their uh, their gun control legislation passed. 18 of these this year. Oh, We've had we gotta get 18 to this. school shootings this year. You just, I, I think most okay. people hear that and what they think is, God, I'm uninformed. Right. I, 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 Where have I been? These have been happening so often. I'm not even hearing about them. And this is what the stat is designed to do, by the way. Yes. Is to tell, it's to make you feel yeah. like there's so many of these things. They're so overwhelming that you can't even keep up with them. You're not even hearing about almost <laughs> right. all of them. They're so common, we don't even talk about them. They don't even hit the news cycle anymore. I know. That's what it's designed to do. Can we yeah. give the details yes. of this in a minute here, Pat? Yeah, because we will. It's, it's incredible. Incredible how misleading this is. You you honestly won't even believe how it's bad not, this I mean, is. It, it is just a flat-out lie. It's not even misleading. Yeah. It's so much worse than that. And they know they're lying about it. 888-727-BECK. We'll have details on that coming up. Uh, Car Shield is the sponsor of this half hour. Um, they have a extended vehicle service protection uh, programs. Uh, I have one on my car. My car's a 2012. Not super old. And that's the thing. You don't have to have a car that's from the 1970s. Uh, you, you have to have a, just something that you think I, you'd like to protect. My manufacturer warranty is done. Uh, and there's big parts of the car that, you know, these things they get really expensive, these repairs. A new fuel pump costs over $500. Replacing a water pump is over $1,000. And if you needed repairs for a control arm or a torque converter, things that I don't even know what they are, uh, I mean, you don't even, I've never even heard of this, half of the stuff that's in your car these days. I remember back, my, my dad worked on cars and he, uh, he, he would fix it, all, all the problems that I had with mine. Now you open up the, uh, the hood and you don't even see anything. It's just the big cover. I mean, it, this is, it's no longer the time where you can do, well, mostly, most people can do these things themselves. I mean, and then throw in, GPS, electronics, the car's computer. I mean, you are really screwed if one of these things breaks down. 
If you sign up today, uh, you're going to get the 24-7 road, roadside assistance that CarShield has, a rental car while yours is in the shop. This is the ultimate in extended coverage, and uh, you can just go to your favorite mechanic or your dealership, and they get paid directly. You don't have to go on their list or anything. Save yourself from high repair bills. Get covered by CarShield, uh, like I have as well, as Glenna does as well. Um, before something goes wrong, get it done. Call 800-CAR-6100. Mention the code BECK or visit carshield.com and use the code BECK to save 10%. That's carshield.com. Code BECK. A deductible may apply. Glenn Beck Mercury. Glenn Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Still sick. Uh, all right. The de- What are the details? Because you, you hear these things thrown out by the left all the time. This is the 18th time this year we've had a school shooting. It's February 14th yesterday. And already there's been 18 this year. Really? Where have I been? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I guess I haven't checked my Facebook feed in a while. You know what, Pat? It's not that. It's just these are so common now. They don't even get they don't reported. Even get reported. We don't people, even people don't even care. Yeah, people don't even care because yeah. it just comes and goes. They happen so commonly that you don't even re- realize they're going on anymore. So I love that statistic. The other one is, and we'll, we'll talk about this later too. Uh, we're unique among nations. Oh, this yeah. is the only place mm. this happens. Okay. So the 18 statistic, how are we so stupid and uninformed and ignorant? We didn't even know. I thought this was the first one of the year. Right. Uh, and, and, and that you'd be wrong for that because there's been 18. Okay. I'm now going to give you the details mm. to all 18 shootings. Oh, okay. Man. Oh, no. Are you ready? This is this. When you hear 18, this is these are the 18 they're talking about. Okay. What we're talking about are school shootings. What do you think of when you think of school shootings? You think about the one yesterday. What happened yesterday? That's one of the 18, as we know. Mm-hmm. So there's 17 others. January 23rd in Benton, Kentucky, two people were killed and another 15 were shot at Marshall County High School. Okay, so that what I think qualifies as yeah, does. what we think of when we think mm-hmm. of a quote-unquote school shooting. It's a mass right? shooting. It's a mass shooting event, an active shooter type of situation, 15 injured. Now, only two killed, obviously two more than should be killed, but 15 shot uh, in addition to that, pretty uh, that qualifies as what we think of. And you might say, okay, mm-hmm. I may, may or may not have heard of that one. So there's one. Okay, here's the others. Okay, so there's so now there's 16 more. Here they are. In January 31st, a fight broke out at a Pennsylvania high school. A 32-year-old man was shot and later died. Okay? A fu- now, that's not a mass shooting event, right? That's no. a, it was a fight right. that broke out. It's not the same thing at all. Right? Not the same thing at all. Not at all what you would think of. Mm-hmm. Okay. January 20th, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. A football player was shot and killed. It was one player. We don't know. I don't have all the details of the incidents here, uh, but it was not a mass shooting event. Gang-bang event. Who knows? Who knows? Could be. But again, uh, one one person being shot is not what you think about uh, Mm -hmm. when you think about these incidents. Uh, Italy, Texas, January 22nd. A teenage girl was wounded by shots by a semi-automatic handgun. Okay. Again, she was wounded. One person was wounded. Now, you might Again, think that's not a mass shooting. Not a mass shooting. And also, wouldn't wouldn't it make sense that you didn't know about one person being wounded in a shooting in Italy, Texas on January 22nd? That wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily rise to the point of, of major national news coverage, right? It's, right. It's, I mean, it's obviously, things happen all the time. They're terrible when they do. But that's not a national news story. Uh, same day, Louisiana, a 14-year-old boy was injured in a shooting. Okay, another injury in the shooting. These are the 18 school shootings that have happened this year, supposedly. February 1st, Los Angeles. Five children were in, injured in an accidental shooting. 
So it was not definitely a, not the same thing. Definitely not the same thing. Uh, February 5th, Maryland, a teenager was shot and injured outside of a high school. One teenager was shot, not killed, but injured uh, in outside of a high school. Okay. Next up, February 5th, Maplewood, Minnesota, a third grader pulled the trigger on a cop's gun. No one was injured. They are counting that as, as a school shooting. A third grader pulled the trigger on a cop's gun. No one was injured. That is a school shooting to the media. Mm. February 8th in New York, a shot was fired inside a Metropolitan High School. No one was injured. On January 25th in Mobile, Alabama, a high school student fired a gun on campus. No one was injured. On January 26th in Dearborn, Michigan, shots were fired from a car in a parking lot. No injuries were reported. That's okay? probably a, that's a drive-by shooting. Right. A lot of these are probably... You know, gang violence or uh, dis- disagreements yeah. between people. It's not the same thing at all. It's not even close. And what on earth would make you hear about a third grader pulling the trigger on a cop's gun and nobody was injured? Why on earth would you be alerted to that in the media? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. But and of course, none of these media sources that are complaining about the 18 uh, uh, shootings reported something like that. They didn't report about this one either. On January 15th, a bullet traveled through a residential hall's dorm room. No injuries were reported. The same day, Texas, bullet was accidentally fired through a classroom wall at a criminal justice center. No one was injured. At a criminal justice center? At a criminal justice center that that I guess was on campus. Right, I guess was on a campus. Okay. Uh, January 4th, a gunshot was fired at a high school in Seattle through an office window. No one was injured. January 10th, a shot was fired shattering a California State University classroom window. No one was injured. We have two more to go. Do you think so far there's been 16 shootings I've told you about? There's been one other one. Right. That is the one same other thing. one. One. Right. And a, a couple of bad incidents, but the, mm-hmm. the things that have existed forever. Mass shooting, there's been one other one. Here's the last two. Um, January 3rd. A man shot himself in a former school's parking lot. Suicide's not the same. And it, again, it has, same. what law prevents a guy from taking his handgun and shooting himself in a parking lot of a school? I can tell you one law. You're not allowed to bring the gun on the school property. And he did it anyway. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. already a law that should have prevented that, and it didn't happen. Last, time, last one, January 10th, a teen killed himself in an Arizona elementary school bathroom. Again, not the same thing, not the same thing. So what you have here is the media telling you there's been 18 school shootings and what they are including in that is a third grader pulling the trigger of a cop's gun and no one was injured. Almost all of those circumstances that I told you about, there were no injuries reported whatsoever. And the media is trotting that stat out as if it's supposed to make you give up your Second Amendment rights. That is incomprehensibly disingenuous. They, it's it's, it's, a, it's just a, as you point out, Pat. It's just a lie. Yeah. It's just a lie. By yeah. the way, it comes from uh, a gun control group, an advocacy group for gun control. Now, even they say there's only been six fatalities, shooting fatalities. And as I pointed out, you know, there, suicides are included in that. You know, some some guy who's troubled has a handgun, which is no one is none of this legislation would stop him from having. And he decides he's going to go to a parking lot. We have no idea if it has anything to do with the school. He just went to a parking lot and shot himself in a parking lot. No one else was hurt. And then some of these are insane. Someone getting shot, a bullet going through a window with no injuries reported whatsoever. Why on earth would that make national news? They know it wouldn't. Nothing occurred. Nope.
And that yet they'll still trot this out. You will hear this from dozens of people in the media today because they just don't question it. You know, and, I, and sadly, I heard it from some, a student at the school. You know, they were talking about one of the students who survived this incident and he goes on CNN and he starts saying, look, you know, this is the 18th one of these this year. Mm. This is the 18th this year. Why don't we do something? Why don't we do something? Sure, we should do something, but the thing you're suggesting is the thing you can't get accomplished. Glenn Beck Mercury. I wear headphones for a living, and that means I need to clean my ears a lot. Uh, you got to do it. That's what's part of our lives as adults. Adults do adult things. Uh, when your ears aren't clean, they can get really uncomfortable. They itch. They're painful. They can get all plugged up. It's nasty, right? None of us want to think about this. That's why the WaxRx system was invented, so you don't have to think about it. UseWaxRx.com is the place to go to get it. It's the method that physicians trust the most. It's just like the system they use in their offices, and it comes with everything you need. The WaxRx system uses special wax softening drops to break down earwax inside the ear. It's got the specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush all the wax away. Finally, they've got the pH-conditioned formula that rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system possible. Go to usewaxrx.com to order your reusable earwash system today, and you're going to use the offer code RADIO to give you the free shipping. That's usewaxrx.com, promo code RADIO, usewaxrx.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn, uh, as he continues to uh, try to get over whatever it is he has. Triple eight seven two seven back. <laughs> that sounds really. I think. Well, they thought it was the flu, right? He's been very. Yeah. Uh, it's that type of situation. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We don't know for sure if he actually has the flu, um, but he's not uh, not doing well. I guess everyone in his household is sick right now, which is something that's affecting a big chunk of the country right now. Oh man, there's a lot of people here who have just you know the place is basically like empty. It looks like a Ch- Chernobyl uh, studio <laughs> right now, <laughs> post Chernobyl. Uh, uh, it, so it, it's uh, it really is hitting everybody now. So we're trying to uh, we're we're trying to figure out why the left won't take the steps that are absolutely doable. And one of those steps is so easy. If no it, legislation. No legislation needs to happen. You just stop saying the name of the person and showing them, because a lot of these people just want they want to be noticed. They want fame. They want to go down in history. Well, take that away from them. Yeah. Uh, if everybody committed, and we all, I already have. I've stopped saying the yep. names of these people the last couple of times. You'll notice you haven't heard his name here today. Mm, nope. We're not going to say his name. I'm done. I'm done making these people famous. Right. I'm done. If it, that stops, I mean, that could stop, I don't know, 20% of them. But if it only stops 1%, right. isn't it worth doing? Because this is the thing. What you'll hear, and we have tons of audio of media mm. members and congressmen saying like i just don't understand what why every time we have one of these shootings we say we should do something and then we don't do anything and it's like well the thing you want to do is something that a, a good chunk of the country thinks a won't be effective b is unconstitutional mm-hmm. um, why not go after the things that you can do and the media is, is completely guilty in this they say, they ask every time they complain about congress yeah. not doing anything why won't congress do anything you know what here we are we have this big shooting, all of this emotion. Why don't they do anything? Congress has failed you. They blame Congress constantly when this step is a step that I think logically could actually help the situation. 
Um, and they won't do it. And if you think, okay, what are you talking about? Just because their name's not out there, uh, it's not going to, to do anything to the situation. Let me give you, I think, a legitimate argument for why that's not the case. They act as if we are facing a, a, a wave of violence that has never been contemplated in human history with these mass shootings. Mm-hmm. And obviously... It has become a trend since the late 90s where we've seen these much more frequently than before that. Now, the worst mass shootings in U.S. history go back to the 20s. Um, But recently, we've seen this as it's become a thing, right? Why Mm -hmm. has it become a thing? Because in that time, in the time where these have become part of our uh, annual or biannual uh, uh, news cycle, we have seen gun violence drop by enormous amounts. So far less Mm -hmm. people are being killed by guns. There's a lot more guns out there than there's ever been, but far less people are being murdered by guns. Okay. We all recognize that as a, as a fact, there's no argument with that statistic. I'm not making it up. Mm -hmm. We have had a massive drop in gun violence since the nineties, a massive drop. Yet in this time we have seen People with high-profile mass shooting events increase. Why is that? What's the motivation there? We are not. We don't have a an increased appetite to kill people because the numbers, even with these mass shooting events, are down. If you take the mass shooting events out, they're down even further. They're down really significantly. So why on earth do these things happen? I would submit to you that a large portion of that is because of the situation, particularly with the Columbine shooters, which is what really started this, is they became legends in a quote-unquote community. They became mm-hmm. famous. They became the people who did who did these things. And now there's this competition to constantly up uh, the amount of people you're able to kill. As And Vegas is probably the best example of this, where a guy you know does this in, in, a, in a situation where he takes an elevated position in a crowd. It's very well planned. Uh, he, you know, he's not he's not putting these things all over the Internet. And why? Why do we do these things? The fame, this sort of legendary status in their own minds and their own communities minds, I think, does play into this. I think some of these people do these things because of the attention they get afterwards. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Right. And so this is not a situation where you need to go. You know what? We need Republicans and Democrats to come together in Congress to make sure that broadcasters can no longer say these names. Every one of these media sources that will complain to you about Congress not taking action can, with executive action, nothing needs to be passed. Just Mm. stop making these people celebrities. Stop it. That's all they have to do. Pretty easy step. Do it today. Pretty easy step. And a couple have. I I don't know. I know we have here, uh, at least many of the people here on the air, just individual decisions Mm -hmm. have done that uh, recently. Um, I think, you know, I feel like I heard Anderson Cooper at one point say he's not going to be giving attention to these guys anymore and saying their names, but it should be widespread. There's no, all it's this, I want, I want ratings. I want to get the information out there. I want people to watch my show. So I have to do it. I have to do it. Well, we don't have to do it. We do not have to make this idiot 17 year old into some sort of celebrity for this. We don't have to do it. We can sit here and watch him. Uh, die in jail as a nameless faceless zilch we can all come together and make that happen and you know it's not going to stop every one of these things nothing's going to stop every one of these things but that's the thing that we can all we could easily do 
with no legislation, with no controversy, we can just do it. Will they? No. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, let's use the left's response to, uh, will it stop everything? Well, no, but if it stops one, isn't it worth it? And the answer to that is yes. When you can just do it this easily by not saying the guy's name, not showing his face, maybe that discourages somebody. Maybe they say, hey, I'm not going to get famous from doing this. Uh, I think, you know, sadly, they'll probably try something else and there'll be a new. But I mean, maybe this has happened, you know, back in the day when there was these all the political assassinations. Right. You know, that was the thing of that time. Like, I think the political assassinations of the 60s and 70s were the mass shooting events. People who wanted to get attention, people who wanted to make a statement, people who wanted to draw attention to the ideology, went after famous people mm-hmm. and tried to kill them. And. Over time, there's been less and less of those. Did we cure that because of guns? Did we? What did we do? Largely, that went away because something else replaced it, right? Now people are trying mass shooting events, and they're trying different things to, to get attention. There's always going to be those people. They're always going to try those things. But we have a real step that we could take there that's easy. Low-hanging fruit. You know, again, I keep going back to this, but like they... You can, you can bitch and complain about Congress all you want. Congress is a representative of the people. And a large portion of this country doesn't want their guns taken away because you feel like they shouldn't have them because they're law-abiding citizens. You know what? We've got a Constitution that has a Second Amendment that specifically stops you from, uh, from taking guns away from law-abiding citizens. It's exactly what it does. And, you know, you want to amend the Constitution, you can go after that one. Good luck with it. You know, good luck with that. But really, you got a major barrier there. Why wouldn't you chase after the things that you can easily do? And the reason is because it's got nothing to do with these victims. Nothing. They don't care. They don't care about the victims. They pretend to, but they don't. If they did, they'd really tackle the heart of this issue. And the heart of the issue is not the gun. It's just, it's not. It defies all logic to just keep saying, without the guns, we, we wouldn't have any of this. Well, I mean, that's madness. Like you said, we have more guns now than we've ever had in the history of the world. And yet, gun crime, violent crime using guns has decreased exponentially since the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. They used to have upwards of 2,000 murders or more in New York every year. Now it's around five or 600. I mean, that's a huge... I mean, it's too many still. Still too many, obviously. of course. But, but, but it's a huge step in the right direction. And the two things that have happened in that time is, A, as you point out, a lot more guns owned by American citizens. Yep. And B, a real move to the conservative side when it comes to laws. I mean, there has been, th- th- we have gone through a period of uh, opening up gun laws more uh, than, uh, than, than closing them. We're not closing loopholes. You know, some states have done that. You know, there's been, you know, certain states have passed things, mainly blue states have passed uh, gun control legislation, but largely it's, you know, we as Americans have come to a conclusion that, that we like the Second Amendment. You know, we, it's been one of those things that we're kind of we're kind of fans of. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's been a movement in that direction. And, and gun violence has dropped, dropped. So I, I just don't. I, and the left knows that Americans uh, like the Second Amendment. They know that most Americans respect the Constitution, don't want to change the, which is why they'll never talk about the real issue. And then they want the the Second Amendment uh, overturned. Yeah. They they want the Second Amendment erased with the Twenty Eighth Amendment, which states that uh, Americans don't have the right to keep and bear arms. Yeah. That's what they want, and then they just won't admit that because 
they won't stay in power that way. Yeah. And there's this, you're right. You're totally right. And there's this really disgusting uh, approach that I think the left and the media takes all too often, which comes down to they are waiting for that moment where something happens that is so horrific that you are moved emotionally to abandon your Second Amendment rights, that you will be so upset Mm -hmm. by some incident, some terrible, terrible incident that you will say, you know what? I, I just I don't want these anymore. Do whatever you have to do to stop it. Which is why you have a constitutional amendment, by the way, to stop that exact thing, <laughs> yep. right? Because so people don't get emotional and give up rights that they should have. And so that's what they're waiting. And, and they can't understand wh- why Sandy Hook wasn't enough. Why this shooting won't be enough. Why Vegas, why the Pulse shooting won't be enough for you to be emotionally moved to abandon those rights. That is their path to get this done. Hopefully at some point, you will be so upset by one of these tragedies that you will say, do whatever you have to do, even if it violates the Constitution. And, you know, look, I am emotionally moved enough to be tempted to do things like that by the, some of these incidents. They are so horrific. I mean, Sandy Hook, I keep coming mm-hmm. back to it. It's one of the worst things I've ever... One day, I, I, it was one of the anniversaries, and I sat down and I, I, I was reading through news stories, and somehow I clicked on something and went through all those stories. It is... It, it, you can't be moved more than hearing the stories of a bunch of first graders yeah, being, being slaughtered yeah. for no reason, by the way, no ideology attached to it, just mm-hmm. a, a crazy person who decided to do it. It, it. If it doesn't rip your heart out, you're not human. It does rip our heart out. Number one, we don't think what you're prescribing will be effective. Number two, even if it were to be effective, you'd need to amend the Constitution to do it. And you're not even attempting it. Because and there's a process care. for that. Yeah, there by is. By the way, yeah. you could do you it. You could do it. You could try. So try. But I mean, I, I, the idea that They're we should abandon these rights mm-hmm. for something that most likely will not be effective is not something that I'm interested in. It has nothing to do with not being moved emotionally enough by people dying. I get moved emotionally by people dying for all sorts of reasons. I, you know, cancer. Uh, murders with knives, car accidents, abortion. I'm moved mm. by all of them. <laughs> it's not about no, it's not about being moved. It's not about letting the not enough emotion flowing through my veins to change my mind on this. You have to make decisions in sober ways, ways that aren't influenced by emotion. You have to make decisions based on logic and reason. And that is the problem here. They're trying to find this this special sauce that will make us, you know, dig up this emotion that just we just say, you know what? Screw all those rights. You're right. That's what they're rooting for. And they can't understand why the American people haven't been pushed there yet. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Uh your calls and uh more on the way on the Glenn Beck program with patents too. So uh, are you hiring at your business? Um, Everybody needs great employees and you need a better way to find them. Something better than posting your job online and just praying for the right uh, people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they just decided to do something about it. They built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for. They identify the people with the right experience and they invite them to apply to your job, which is kind of a cool thing. Usually you have to you post something and you hope people find it. They'll actually go out there and find the people for you. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site 
in just one day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes, including this one, by the way, and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck Mercury. Glenn Beck. Pat Gray and Stu. Uh, you can listen to Pat Gray Unleashed immediately following this show on the Blaze Radio and Television Network every Monday through Friday. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Glenn is still sick today, so uh, it is Pat and Stu for Glenn. And another school shooting, which we're uh, talking about today. And, of course, the left is is trying to... Uh, uh, they're trying to take advantage of again, as they always do. They politicize this every single time. And they won't look at the actual causes of this. They, w- they won't consider anything other than the gun. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, because as you said, Stu, if, if it just solves 5 or 10% of the problem, if it, if it takes out 5 to 10% of these shooters, wouldn't that be worth doing? Yeah. They're uh, continually saying if it saves one person, won't it be worth it? Well, yeah, then do it. Let's look at mental health. Yep, uh, and uh, I'm, I would a lot of people asking on Twitter for uh, the list of the 18 shootings that we went over earlier. I'll post that at World of Stew here in just a minute. But as I was going through my feed, I love this comment from Justin. Uh, the media said they'd stop saying the word Redskins, but they still promote these killers. And that's such an easy, it's easy, so easy, easy fix. They won't even say the name of an existing team, a good portion of them, yeah. including, by the way, Peter King, who I was quoting earlier and oh, saying right. he's one of the people who won't say the word Redskins. Uh, and, mm-hmm. he, you know, they, but yet they'll promote uh, the amazing, you know, the the shooting and they'll give attention to their ideology and their I mean, I think there's been an interesting odd experiment we should go over next hour on these shootings. That's actually kind of proved that I think this can help a little bit. Uh, we'll do that next hour here on the Glenbeck program with Pat and Stu. Glenn Beck, Mercury. Stu for Glenn, who's uh, still sick today. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Big shooting yesterday, of course. Another awful, awful tragedy in Florida. Seventeen kids killed. Uh, and so today, because the answer from the left is always get the guns, take away the guns. We need more gun control. Uh, the, why today we're kind of trying to figure out what actually would help this situation. I think, you know, we've stumbled on at least one thing that would be incredibly easy. Take no effort, no legislation. Stop saying the name of the shooter every time somebody does this. Thus, they don't become famous. Thus, they don't hit celebrity status. And and it may discourage some because some of them have mentioned, in fact, have said that they wanted to be known. Some of them have said they were enamored with uh, with 
the Columbine shooting or whoever and kind of followed that blueprint. So remove that completely. And who knows if that does if that discourages somebody from from doing this. And I think it's not just the name too, it's also the picture, sort of the uh, picture, mm-hmm. the ideology, right. the manifesto, what's the, what's the thing they want to get out of this, right? Yes. The, 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 Remove all of that. Most of these people have some reason, mm-hmm. whether it's fame or whether it's I want to draw attention to X Y or Z cause uh, that 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 you know comes out of this. Now, obviously, it's something that investigators need to know and understand, and so they can look at certain movements and certain ideologies mm. to look for threats, obviously. But it's not something that we need to all be obsessed about. Mm. Let me give you an example of an unintentional experiment in what we're talking about. The Vegas shooting happened, the biggest shooting in U.S. history happened a few months ago, right? And here's a guy who goes to try to essentially the most death possible he tries to set a record almost right he gets an elevated mm-hmm. position he fires down into a very dense crowd uh in a crowd that probably didn't realize gunshots were coming for a, a significant amount of time because of loud music right i mean think about all the things this guy did to maximize the amount dead right mm-hmm. but what was different about that guy was that he didn't have an ideology right he didn't have there's been no known motive for why he did this and in addition to that there's been arguably a bungled investigation in which we've had no information coming out just because not because the media made a good decision and said, you know what, we're not going to cover this just because we haven't been able to get a lot of information from the police. You know, the investigation, mm-hmm. whether it's not necessarily due to incompetence, some of it has been, I think, um, especially the way they've communicated to the to the people. Um, but in addition to that, it, it just, you know, it's been really hard. The guy covered his tracks. He wasn't a guy who made threats online. He didn't have a lengthy set of writings that described what his motivation was. And go back to that and stop for a second. And think about, do you know who is, what his name is? You could probably name right off the, without me even asking you what the names of the Columbine shooters were, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But do you know who the guy, Vegas, there's a lot more people who died at Vegas. It's a much, it was a much more brutal episode. Can you, off the top of your head, name the guy? And you might be able to, Pat, because you're you know, in the media talking about this stuff every day. Mm-hmm. But I think most people would have no idea what that guy's name is. Did he get fame out of that? Did no. he get any of those things? And I think it, it, it was an unintentional experiment into the way you could cover these things. We've got to cover the victims. We've got to cover the incident at some level. But mm-hmm. we don't need to focus and obsess about these people's ideologies, their names, their photos, what they did, who they grew up with. We investigators need to know that stuff. We don't need to obsess about it. Now, the information is going to get out there with the internet. I'm not saying you ban information or anything like that, but individual media members can make easy choices to not focus on those things. And the, the idea that they won't, when they don't need legislation, they don't need any of these things that they say are so difficult. They don't need Congress getting in their way. They don't need the Constitution doesn't get in their way on this one. They could just stop doing it. And, you know, we've done it here at The Blaze. I mean, uh, you know, it's at least I have personally. I know Glenn has talked about it. I know you've done it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's just no reason for us to make these people famous and create yet another incentive for them to show off in the way that they think is 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 viable. There were some warning signs for this guy, too. And we got to figure out how you can capitalize on that and and maybe intervene ahead of time, because the kid was obviously uh troubled and he's been described in pretty much every story as troubled uh plus he had posted things online that a person in i think tennessee saw 
and alerted the FBI and said, hey, uh, do you know about this guy? Yeah. So uh, we've had some, there were some red flags there. Yeah, BuzzFeed is reporting uh, at one point. He said, quote, I'm going to be a professional school shooter. Right. And in a YouTube comment. Maybe that's something the FBI actually tracks down and looks into. And apparently they actually did uh, contact the person who made the complaint at the time. Um, but and, not the kid, right? But they, I guess they never actually followed up on it beyond that. Really At least strange. as far as we don't know yet. It's still too early to know for sure. Yeah. Um, these things do tend to play out uh, over long periods of time. But still, I mean, it, there was there were signs here uh, that there was a problem. I mean, I think yeah. I, I think if you as you watch this develop, there's been some reports of, you know, uh, uh, of, you know, it was, you know, it's Valentine's Day, right? It, you know, and there was some reports of him being a stalker of some other individuals and. Mm. We don't know if that's part of the cause of it. But again, I think like you have to know the basics, but you don't need to you don't need to make a, a shrine to these people. And that's mm-hmm. what winds up happening. I mean, like, well, if we say really nasty words about them uh, and, you know, then we're not making a shrine out of them. And I think obviously I understand that. I don't think people are I don't think the media is intending anything bad by this, but I think it is feeding into it when we're in mm-hmm. this culture with everyone wants to be their own broadcaster everyone wants to be on youtube everybody everybody's got social media they're all trying to get attention how is it possible that you don't think that this is playing into it they are they're trying i mean people will jump off of you know roofs and break their legs they'll light themselves they'll eat tide pods to become famous (laughs) they really want it yeah the american people really apparently want to be famous and they'll do almost anything to get there. And, and, you know, you have these people who want attention, who think their life is gone in a bad w- direction. They don't think they can get attention or become famous for positive things. So they try to find the most negative thing possible and exploit it. And 90% of the time, we as the media just give into it. Say, yeah, you know what? Well, we got to tell people the story. We got to tell people the story. We got to do, we got to obsess about everything this guy ever wrote. So we could, we could do that on our own. Yeah. Again, no legislation needs to be done there. Uh, another thing, and I don't, I don't know exactly what you can do about the mental illness situation. Um, it's a difficult one. It's a really tough one. It's really hard. And the desensitization to the value of human life, a lot. Uh, well, these shooters just don't care. They don't care about the value of human life. It's been completely desensitized to them. I don't know if that's through movies and media and video games that they play and obsess over all day long. I, I don't know. But is the abortion culture part of that, too? Because we're fine with with taking the lives of 62 million babies over the last 43, 44 years. That doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I mean, like that's an interesting one to bring up because you know I don't know that there's a direct uh, connection, right, between that. But there, it just makes we, a culture of death. Exactly, we've talked about this before. It's a it's a culture of throwing life away that it's yeah. not that big of a deal, right? Yep. Now, I think you can legitimately make an argument that part of the reason that our society has stopped valuing human life um, in 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 general is because we've decided that there are a lot of people it's not just babies but it's also people who are elderly people who are at the end in in the middle of end of life care uh that we just have this idea that life isn't as valuable as we once thought it was yeah now if we were to come out and say you know what we need to do is cure that because i think morally i do argue for that strongly but if we were come out and say the only way that we can solve this is if we cure the culture of life and the only way that we can do that is making abortion illegal 
Now, that is would be an impossible political climb right now. You know, mm-hmm. I will still push for it till the day I die. But it's an impossible political uh, cure. If we were to go to the Democrats and say, you know what? The only thing we need to do, and every time every media personality went on the air and said, what we need to do is make abortion illegal. That would be that would really change the way that our society thinks about life. When we knew we would never be able to get that done, right? Mm-hmm. At least in in the short term. Uh, that would be similar to what the left is doing with guns. Every time one of these incidents comes out. It's exactly right. They make this argument that we need to do things that they know constitutionally they can't do and or politically can't do. And mm-hmm. that half the country believes that these things would not be effective or are not legal. Mm-hmm. And yet they make the same arguments every time, hoping and wishing and praying that at some point you will get so lost in your emotion that you'll make a decision based on something other than the Constitution or what you actually believe. And that is a that's a dark freaking road to try to get a bill passed. That is a dark road. It is not about mm-hmm. you're not supposed to make you're not supposed to pass bills when you're in the middle of a. This is why we don't have the victims of of this shooting uh, deciding the punishment of the shooter. We don't do that because we don't think emotions should be part of this process. We want to suck the emotion out of the process and make decisions based on things other than emotion. And every, I mean, we could play you. I just, you know, I just saw Megan Kelly doing it uh, on, on the beginning of her show. Don Lemon did it last night. Uh, uh, this morning, um, CNN with uh, Allison Camerata and um, Chris Cuomo. Same exact thing. It's just this emoting. I don't understand. Last time this happened, and I thought this would be the time that people finally are moved to do the thing I want them to do, and they still won't do it. It's because they don't want to do it. It's not. It's like they think that eventually something so tragic will make them think like your local TV host, your national TV host, the person telling you the right thing to do. And man, it is really frustrating. It is. Because that's that. I wish it is. we can't have a normal debate on this because you're trying to make it this emotional, pass it in 10 seconds situation. How many times has the left told us about how evil the Patriot Act is? How evil it was because we passed it in a moment of national crisis before we even really had the chance to look at what was in it. Right? And, you know, we've talked about this as... I regret that now, Tad. And it was misused, right? We didn't, we didn't look yeah. at that and say... Wait, what are all the negatives that can happen with this bill? We didn't look at that because we were frantic that another plane was going to crash into something. Mm-hmm. That's that's not the the best time to make that decision, right? If we would have stopped and said, okay, like let's let's pass the very minimum things that we can do, and let's look at expanding the the particular parts of this that are important, that would have been a better way. And you know what? People would have thought, well, in a month, the emotion will be gone. We might not be able to get that passed. Good. <laughs> that that means you probably shouldn't have passed it <laughs> right i mean if you can't get it passed yeah. in a month then it's probably not a good idea to pass it and we are taught like it's you know they brought on a bunch of these kids that were in the shooting yesterday on on, on cnn over the past 24 hours and they talked to them and and they make really emotional cases and they they say why can't we do something and it pulls it obviously pulls your heartstrings and you know what they're saying they won't even say gun control most of the time They'll just say, you know, we mm-hmm. keep saying we need to do something and they won't do anything. Do something. Do something. They won't even admit. And they bring on these kids and the kids, you know, quote the stats like, well, you know, this is the 18th school 18, shooting of the year, times. which is not true. I mean, if you missed hour one, we can maybe go through that again before the end of the show. Not true. But the point is, we, we shouldn't be 
we shouldn't be listening for leadership on the bills that we pass from teenagers who were just involved in a tragedy. Mm-hmm. That is not the, that's not how our government's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. I, we can feel bad for them. We can send our thoughts and prayers. That is something we can do as much as you mock it. But it, but that is not the way that you're supposed to pass legislation. You know, people have been so critical of Donald Trump for flying off the handle and not and letting his emotions get to him in these situations. These same media people hammer Trump over that all the time. And yet here we are after every one of these tragedies where emotion is king. It can't be king. That's why you have the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment was specifically designed to say, hey, you can't just overturn this on a whim when something bad happens. You got to really go through a process. And I want it to be a long, lengthy process. It's always there for you. You can always attempt it. If we've made mistakes in this Constitution, you have this, this process that's always available that you can turn these things around. And that's happened in our history, but it's supposed to be a slow, deliberate process. And that's the thing they want you to abandon. They want you to abandon logic and reason in these moments and and ignore the fact that gun violence is down by 50%. Just ignore that. This is You should feel something right now, so you should pass the bill that we want. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a terrible way to do to run a country, I'll tell you that. 888-727-BECK. Uh, more coming up in a second with Pat and Stu for Glenn. Can you tell we're a little fired up today on this one? Is that uh, mm-hmm. do people think people detect that? A little bit. We have a lot of we have tons of phone calls here, and we need to get to them as well. Uh, coming up, triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number. Uh, the economy has been pretty positive lately, but we've started to see the 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 hint of that real volatility. And certainly, if you uh, haven't been involved in the Bitcoin investing uh, business, like investing in quotes, uh, you've noticed the a lot of uh, turmoil there as well. Gold, however, up uh, over $100 uh, since mid-December. Lots of room to run as well. Gold has been a safe haven for centuries, and it performs well in times of volatility. But, man, it doesn't it seem like a volatile time right now. If you've done well speculating in uh, in cryptocurrency or uh, Bitcoin, maybe you've made some extra money in the stock market, and you want to kind of review your portfolio and move it around a little bit. Gold is a great place for this. You don't need to put all of your money in gold. Goldmine isn't even recommending that you put all of your money in gold. Uh, what they're saying is, hey, this should be a part of the package, and it's part of the package in my investment strategy, and I think it would be a great idea for you as well. You need to find out the facts on your own and make sure that it's right for you. Goldmine is under new ownership with better pricing and the same great service. Uh, for a Glenn Beck listeners only, to help celebrate the Winter Olympics, Goldmine is giving away an officially licensed Team USA Olympic one-ounce silver round on your next purchase. That's cool. Check it out. 866-GOLDMINE. 866-GOLDMINE. Ask how you can get this special. Call now. It's 866-GOLDMINE. Glenn Beck. Mercury. Glenn Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, Chuck in Florida. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Good, good morning, Pat and Stu. Thanks for letting me into your parlor. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, you know when Murphy got up on the floor of the House of Representatives yesterday and immediately called for gun control, I was screaming at the top of my lungs, "Please, one of you feckless conservatives, get up there and point out that it's." last 50 years of progressive policies that have caused the situation where our moral fabric has gotten to the point where kids are picking up guns and shooting up other kids. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it goes clear back to what they, they started it with the, uh, the no-fault divorces, and then you got in, they threw all the doors for the mental institutions open. You know, you can they divided everybody up into groups that all hate each other. 
They, they, they're all progressive policies. Every one of these shootings could probably be traced back to a progressive policy in somebody's life that the progressives had taught them to be this way. And, you know, we need to, instead of talking about gun control, we need to, every time someone brings it up, we need to throw it right back in their face. Look, it's your progressive policies that have broken down our society, and we need to end them now. What do you think? I mean, I, it's a big part of it, right? It is. I, I mean, I think Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate that's true. It. I mean, you know, it's, it is true. It, and But there's no Republicans in office, anyway, who are adept at making these arguments. They just no. they seem to take that. They seem to absorb it. They they don't seem to refute uh, the what the Democrats are saying. I don't understand it. It's always left up to us in talk radio to defend conservative values, and I I don't know why Republicans can't do it. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, you know, even from the the stupid talking points that the, everybody's controlled by the NRA. <laughs> oh, good golly. I mean, what, you know, a few thousand dollar donation from the NRA to a candidate is going to make them decide they want children dead. I mean, how stupid do you have to be to believe that? I, honestly, like I, you have to be uh, abject. Uh, you just have to be a moron. I'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. <laughs> but you have to be a moron to believe that. And by the way, uh, mm-hmm. five, I think it was 538 today. It might have been the New York Times did a, um, a study of what they asked experts on guns and, and crime. What measures could be enacted in gun control in the gun control realm that would actually be effective in start stopping mass shootings? They went through and they decided to ask everybody, OK, what yeah. what 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 would be the best one to do? And the number one thing they came up with uh, from all these experts was the assault weapons ban. Now, this is something that has already been tried. They did uh-huh. this in the 90s, and the Department of Justice found there was no decrease in murder because <laughs> of it. This was their number one recommendation. If you did this, this would be the best thing. They've already done it, and there was no decrease in, in murder rates. So, I, you know... Look, is there something in there somewhere? I mean, you know, they talked about the bump stock thing from the last uh, shooting. Um, and, you know, could that be prevented? They think they can do that through maybe re- regulation rather than legislation. I mean, there's a lot of talk about that. But I mean, like, it's not to say that there's nothing r- r- around guns that uh, that can be talked about. I, you know, but you got to be super careful. And again, you have the limitation of the Constitution. They've already gone past the limitations of the Constitution. They've oh, already yeah. passed tons of stuff that is completely I'm, violates the Second Amendment. I'm kind of moved by the phrase "shall not be infringed." <laughs> that seems pretty really strong. Pretty clear. Yeah, really pretty strong. Pretty darn clear. Glenn Beck, Mercury. You know, we've had a really good run with the market since, I mean, for a while now. I mean, going back to 2008, since it bottomed out in 2009, 2010, we've had a really good run. And a lot of people now are looking at their house and saying, you know what? I've had this house for a long time. I'm looking for something maybe a little bit different, maybe a little smaller, maybe downsizing, maybe uh, just taking some uh, money off the table and locking in the profits you've made uh, over the past couple of years. To do that, though, you need to maximize this because this could be the biggest financial opportunity you have in your entire life. Selling your house in an up market can mean you know, setting yourself up for the rest of your life. Realestateagentsitrust.com was set up by Glenn uh, to make sure you can find an agent in your area 
that has a really solid work ethic that understands that you need to be updated and, and be, uh, you know, to do business in a way that's uh, that makes sense, that, that you understand, that aligns with your values. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I'm on my way home last night after work and uh, after the TV show, which you can see again today at, uh, at 5.30, called The News and Why It Matters. Uh, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn, by the way, who's still sick today. Uh, but I'm listening to a supposedly conservative talk show host, and he's arguing for gun control. <laughs> gun, you don't need AR-15s. You don't need... I, I love that argument. You don't need uh, automatic weapons. You don't know what I, first of all, you don't know what I need. And you don't know what I may need in 10 years or 15 or 20 years from now. I, I may very well need a machine gun uh, to protect myself from, a, uh, from an oppressive government. Right, and you can't even have the machine gun. You can't, can't even have, have an AR-15. Now. Right. But, so you can't determine what I, uh, what I need and what I don't need. But, you know, his callers are obviously going crazy because it's a conservative station and and uh, they're asking him uh, uh, where he's coming from. Where does it say in the Second Amendment, he asks, uh, that 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 it's okay to have an AR-15 or an automatic weapon? Well, I'll tell you where it says in the phrase shall not be infringed. That's that's where it says. Yeah, the the Constitution doesn't list the things you can have. It says the things the government can't take away from you. It's a charter of of negative negative liberties liberties on purpose. Yeah. On purpose. Right. Just for this reason. Because they knew they couldn't list every right you'll eventually have. So what they did was list the things government can't do to you. Right. I mean, you know, I don't like listening to people talk about Kim Kardashian. It does not interest me. I don't like Mm -hmm. it. If I tried to ban it... I could say, well, where in the First Amendment does it say you could talk about Kim Kardashian? She's not even mentioned. Well, yeah, I know. What they said is, I can't stop you from talking about anything. The First Amendment, you can talk about it. Uh, I can't, it has nothing to do with, well, what if they come up with new words that we've never heard before? Like, it's just such a (laughs) silly argument. And disingenuous. People, obviously, like, there's there's a thing going on where we say, well, we really want that. We really don't want people with guns that can shoot a lot of people therefore we should apply that desire of ours and apply it and just insert it in the constitution and we'll find a slot for it mm-hmm. that's kind of the way we've been looking at this for a long time that is not, i mean we even conservatives have done that over over time there's been i think excessive regulation on on, on the second amendment and and, mm-hmm. and this comes from a guy who's not a gun guy i am not I am not necessarily interested in guns. I don't no, particularly I'm, I'm have interest in either. going to the range. Other Friends than, ask me to go shooting all the time. Yeah, I, 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 I don't no. have a passion for it at all. I, I do either. have a passion for the Constitution and the Second Amendment, exactly. which says, what was that phrase again, Pat? Shall, Shall not, not be, be infringed. infringed. It's really super duper clear. It's as clear as it gets. Now, I, I don't know that there's any other... I don't know if there's a more clear amendment in the Constitution than the Second. I It just... It's just so obvious. Shall not be infringed. All right. Well, there's you can't do this. You can't do all of these gun regulations. Uh, and that's why they deemed Chicago's regulations unconstitutional, because right. they were. And if they challenged New York's, they'd probably be unconstitutional as well. Same in D.C. and New Orleans and wherever else they're doing these egregious yeah. gun laws. In D.C. it happened, too, right yeah. after Heller right. Uh, in, in Chicago. Um, I mean, it, you know, 
we all know that it's an individual right to bear arms. That's now been decided by the Supreme Court. I know the left loves to talk about settled law. Yeah. So I'm sure they'd accept that. Although uh, for, for some reason, that one's not settled. <laughs> that one's not settled I, at all. I don't all. know why. Neither is Citizens United <laughs> and really anything they've ever had against them. That That's not settled law. Eventually, they'll get that overturned. <laughs> but incredible. I mean, Roe versus Wade, super settled. duper settled. Settled super constitutional settled. law, mm-hmm. not in the Constitution. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Um, I wanted to make sure we really quickly are uh, make everyone aware of the real story. Yeah, going on with the shooting. Okay, Alex Jones has it. Oh, he does. He he's does. Got the- and now he's not saying. I mean, it. so often he does. I, I want to make sure you understand. He's not saying this is what happened. Oh, okay, okay. He's very clear about that. He's just bringing it up in a vocal way. He's not saying it. <laughs> he's just making you aware of the possibility with his vocal cords, which is different than saying. Than saying it. it. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Let's listen to Alex explain. The Democrats have been caught in false flags before. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a false flag. He's not. I'm just saying. But they've been talking about massacres and things. If people don't <laughs> leave them alone and it right. release the memo. So if there are massacres, <laughs> they're threatening massacres. That makes them suspects when they've been threatening massacres. And who knows what mentally ill person they've wound up or what's happening. Or is this gang related? We don't know. The media will say that I said it's a false flag and the Democrats did it. I did not say that. No, he didn't see. He didn't say questioning. It. The long history that these folks have. Now they've been apparently. I didn't say it. I just. I'm just saying it. I. Did, but I didn't say it. I'm just saying that I didn't say it when I said it Look, at the beginning. There were the Democrats have been talking about massacres. Everything. For a Mash, long, massacres. What is a massacre? I don't know. But they've been Show. talking about massacres for a long time. Apparently, if if they don't release the memo, what was the memo? What did that have to do with it? I don't know. I don't He's know. a magician, man. But he oh. didn't say it. I want you to know he didn't say it. He didn't say it. He did not say it. He, he just said they're well known for these false flags, and this could be another false flag. Right. But he's not saying <laughs> that the Democrats are doing this false flag. Every shooting with this guy, every shooting and every terrorist attack <laughs> is a false flag. Is there anything <laughs> real that happens in the world? No, there are no flags. There There's are no flags. Only There's only flags. false ones. There's no shootings. There's only pretend shootings. Right. So, I'll bet you in two weeks, maybe sooner, he'll be saying these are uh, crisis actors. Right? Oh, I mean, isn't this what we get from, you, from him? You wonder if he's learned his lesson. He's had to make wow. multiple uh, public apologies for these th- right. for what he for said Sandy immediately Hook. after that. So I think yeah. maybe he's uh, learned a lesson to, to, to couch it in that language. Which is why he's saying he's not saying. Right. That's why. Because, yeah, he's gotten in some trouble. Because, first of all, he said Sandy Hook was a false flag and he discussed it often. And then he says, I never said Sandy Hook was a false flag. <laughs> well, yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you really did. Yeah, kind of. Uh, in fact, more than kind of. He just did. He, he, he said did exactly that. Yeah. yeah. Earl in Ohio, you're on, the, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. We have a high cap problem on our, our weapons. The common thread, I believe is also the antidepressants in this country has been handed out like candy and nobody mm. really follows this. Every one of these guys is a smoking gun and the common thread is antidepressants. And, and, and I've actually had a friend of mine I put, you know, actually at the veterans hospital that was mental. And I want to tell you, you can't just go into a psychiatrist and get a pill and then send them home to the family. And that is what's happened. The, the valuation mm. of, of an individual is not being evaluated on all these antidepressants. And I truly believe if you're on an antidepressants, you shouldn't have a gun, be allowed to own a gun, and it ought to be tracked. Wow, that's a lot of people. 
Uh, appreciate the call, Earl. But that's, a, I mean, that's tens of millions of people yeah. who are on antidepressants. I think it's, you know, important to look at this, you know, because I think as a part of this equation, there, should that be studied? I think, sure. Why, right? I mean, why wouldn't we look at well, it? Well, yeah. Um, I think all of this stuff needs yeah. to, except for gun control, needs to be studied. Yeah. I think we, there is a bit of a chicken and the egg situation with antidepressants in that, you know, you, you don't get it on them unless you're having an issue. So the people, if the people who have issues and have shooting and, and commit shootings, uh, it's not necessarily surprising they would have had psychiatric treatment or uh, mm-hmm. are on antidepressants or other drugs. We don't know that, you know, like we don't know that the drug is causing it. I mean, they went on the drug for a reason. Right. Right. So right. it's, you know, but I mean, is it part of the equation to look at? I think sure. Yeah. I mean, you want to look at Especially it. when you hear the side effects on all these drugs that are advertised. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's an antidepressant that may cause me to become suicidal? Isn't that what I'm trying to prevent? <laughs> What? Wait, a, what? A, <laughs> I just, I, that's, that's why I'm taking your medicine, so I won't be. This diet pill may make like you move fat. in next to a buffet. Right. <laughs> you may make poor real estate decisions based on buffet location. If you ever pay attention to the list of side effects, <laughs> there's about three benefits that are mentioned at the beginning of the commercial, and the other 57 seconds are, <laughs> it may kill you. It's true, too. In but I mean, a lot of different ways. Many, uh, So many of those are like, the odds of it happening that's are so true. low, but they that force these companies to put every single negative outcome yes. in the commercial so it makes is... the advertisement virtually ineffective <laughs> it's really strange <laughs> this might give me brain tumors and tuberculosis i don't want that <laughs> uh josh in utah welcome to the glenn Beck program josh you there hey guys okay yeah go ahead i think one of the biggest things that's the most common thread in all this is the greedia as i call them rather than the media because they're more about ratings and everything else and they want to be the first one out with the first name and everything else but if you look at all the killings that happen the weapon doesn't always stay the same but the media does yeah Mm -hmm. it's true yeah it's true and and, you know look the name's going to get out there there's social media there's the internet i mean it's going to get out there in some way but there's no reason to feed into it i still think too there's something about there's a difference between you know someone tweeting about your name and someone being on cnn dissecting all of your views for hours and then running documentaries about it no question um you know i think that's part of it but i mean I, and all the, another part of it is just we need to understand the real threats here and i think too much has been uh, ignored and luckily we have people like stephen king uh the author uh who can kind of inform us and really hit home with the, the reality of has, the situation has he shared more wisdom he has uh, now, uh, Rick Wilson, I don't know if you know Rick Wilson, he's a re- Republican consultant, he's on media a lot. Um, he's, you know, he was talking about um, uh, about the idea of uh, MS-13 being a danger. And he said, uh, you're much more likely to be killed in uh, in Florida by an opioid overdose than MS-13. Uh, and he was making a point saying, you know, hey, you know, maybe MS-13 shouldn't be our top concern and he's mm-hmm. you know kind of a guy who's uh, you know he opposes trump and so it's not necessarily a big uh, surprise that he'd have that viewpoint uh, but stephen king took him to task because he tweeted that rick wilson tweeted that before the shooting happened stephen king responded uh again, <laughs> again this is the tweet you're uh, from rick wilson you're a hell of a lot more likely to be killed in florida uh than b- uh, by a, an over opioid overdose than ms-13 stephen king's response don't tell that to the parents of the kids who got shot in Broward County today, sport. Because <laughs> Stephen King thought MS-13, the gang, was a gun. 
he thought it was AR-15 because oh, he's an idiot. My gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, tell that. that he thought. <laughs> is unbelievable. <laughs> this is how dumb well, people. Well, did, did the I shooter mean, use an MS-13? I don't know. <laughs> did he? No one's even covering that. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, for all the, I mean, because these things are freaking, I hate these days i hate talking I, about this i, I hate that this keeps happening i hate that our mm-hmm. society is sick enough that this continues to occur but man do mass shootings really bring out the stupid of so many people and and look and that's it's what we've been talking about the whole day pat it really does it brings out the stupid and at some level you can even understand it you're so emotional you're just going to say things that are stupid you're going to say ms-13 is a gun you're that stupid in those moments that's mm-hmm. why you don't make laws in those moments mm-hmm. it's not the time to make laws because you're um, overcome by emotion and you're not making decisions rationally uh so i mean i i guess that comes back to the theme of the day here and we've seen this we, we have so much you know crazy audio that we can play for you even even crazier than the alex jones arguably um and we should get to that we have your phone calls as well at 888-727-BECK but i just you know i can't I can't get past the way people handle these things. It, there is no real desire for someone to solve it. They want this gun control bill. They want to take away your guns because they've ideologically wanted it. They know it inflames their base. And they've been wanting that forever. And they try to use every one of these things to get that through. When, again, even if, let's say, a quarter of the problem in their minds is on other issues. Why don't you take those up? When you you don't have no control of the Republic. You don't have control of the Senate. You don't have control of the House. You don't have control of the presidency. You know there's opposition on the only thing you ever ask for. Why not ask for something else? Why not entertain the idea of, of sec, you know, armed security guards, which has been proposed by many? Uh, again, like, would that help? I mean, obviously, it would be harder to shoot up a school if someone was there, a trained security agent with a gun. Now, you might not like that solution. In almost every but, case. Yeah. Since, what was it, 1956? These have happened in uh, gun-free zones. Yeah. In almost every case. It's like 98 or 99% of the cases. Because if unless you're a complete crazy uh, person with no, you know, like uh, there have been some uh, mass murderers who are just so insane. They weren't making rational choices leading up to it. But I mean, like, you know, look at, uh, you know, so many of the school shootings. It's, they just make an easy decision. Well, I know there won't be guns there. Right. I know there won't be guns in that movie theater. Mm-hmm. I know I can walk into any of these places, and I know there won't be resistance. Why would I go? They don't happen that often at gun stores. People don't go walk into the into uh, you know the police department all that often and try to mass shooting. Generally speaking, they go to places where they know they will face zero resistance, and that's why these laws. I mean, we know for a fact this shooter yesterday. Obviously, he bro- broke the law for murder. But he broke multiple other laws. He shouldn't have had the gun in the school. It was a gun-free zone. He broke tons of other laws, and no one cares about that. They just act as if the next law is going to be the magic one. 888-727-BECK is the uh, phone number. Uh, been talking about security for a while. Your home being secure is important as well. Simply Safe is the home security company that we've been talking to you about for a long time. I think they had 10 employees when Glenn did his first uh, commercial for Simply Safe. Uh, and they've grown now. They're the fastest growing home security company in the nation, protecting over 2 million people. They just released their brand new home security system, the all new Simply Safe. It has been completely uh, rebuilt and re engineered. They have added new safeguards to protect against power outages, down Wi Fi, cut landlines, uh, bats, hammers, everything in between. 
And the all-new Simply Safe was redesigned to be practically invisible. That's what's so great about the system. If you like your house and you like the way it looks, you know, you want holes drilled all over the place and wires running everywhere, you don't have to deal with that with Simply Safe. And you'll still get the 24-7 protection for only 15 bucks a month, even with all these new improvements. There's no contract. It's smaller, faster, and stronger than anything that Simply Safe has built before. But supply is limited. Visit simplysafebeck.com now to order. That's simplysafebeck.com to protect your home and family. Simplysafebeck.com. Glenn Beck Mercury. Honestly, a lot of people were were, con- were saying that it was going to be him, stuff like that. We actually we threw a lot of kids do jokes around like that, saying that he was going to be the one that screwed up the school. But it turns out, you know, everyone predicted it. It's it's that's crazy. Wow, he must have come on the campus, right? Yeah, he was on the third floor. He knows the school layout. He knows where everyone would, would be at as of right now. He he's been in this fire drills. He's prepared for this stuff. I mean, the guy. There were a lot of warning signs here. This is not about the gun. There were all kinds of warning signs about this guy and they were all ignored isn't that what we should focus on isn't that what we should talk about how do we help somebody in this situation before they get to this point that's what we should be talking about not how to overturn the second amendment but that'll be the focus that's always the focus 888-727-BECK Glenn Beck Mercury Love Courage Truth Glenn Beck Today it's Pat and Stu for Glenn who's uh, out sick again today. Uh, You can also listen to my show Pat Gray Unleashed uh, immediately following this on the Blaze Radio and TV Network where we've been talking about the school shooting of course Yesterday in Florida, yet another one with loss of lives of 17 kids at school. Uh, just horrific again. And of course, and, and no sooner does it happen than the gun control stuff starts. And we just heard from the superintendent of the school system, now is the time to discuss common sense gun control. Now is the time for common sense gun reform. Mm, there's never a time for that. As long as you have the Second Amendment, there's never a time for that. It's a following a constitutional amendment, there can be a time for that. Right. And look, you know, there obviously are plenty of gun restrictions in this country, and you know, certainly more at the state level than there are federally. Uh, you know, if there was something that could fall into the context of the Constitution somehow that would help, uh, you know, violence, obviously everyone would be open to it. You know, I mean, I think you wonder very realistically about a slippery slope type of situation i mean one of the reasons why mm-hmm. you need to defend every single gun law is because the second they get the one they're talking about they're going to go for 10 more mm-hmm. and then you're going to be defending those and they won't talk about anything you know desensitizing of human life uh, that's really an issue I, I don't i don't know if it's a video game situation where you've killed so many things on the on the video game that you now feel like everything is a video game even real life wasn't that the situation they thought or they suspected with one of these killers, Adam Lanza, or one of them, uh, was uh, like obsessed with video games and they thought he had maybe been desensitized a little bit to human life. Uh, how about the abortion industry desensitizing us to human life? 
They don't care about 62 million babies being killed. Couldn't care less. And they're teaching that to our children. And they're teaching uh, to our children just how important that is to them. That, boy, you better not take that from me. I, you can't take that right from me. If I want to end the life of this baby, I can. Uh, we've eliminated God from our lives in our society. Uh, listen to this candidate. I believe he's a, a U.S. Senate candidate in Tennessee uh, about thoughts and prayers. I just want to uh, pop in and share some fantastic news with everyone. Uh, I was talking to some Republican friends, and um, we were talking about the most recent school shooting in Parkland, Florida, that's uh, going on right now. And the good news is thoughts and prayers stopped the entire shooting right in its tracks. And we don't have to worry about guns anymore because we have thoughts and prayers and none of this is ever going to happen again. So all those thoughts and prayers, they worked. Uh, Nobody got injured. Nobody's going to die. And uh, in fact, when you pray a whole lot about it, guns actually just stop working completely. You can stop bullets with prayer. Yeah, I know. It's crazy that... uh, you know, I, I don't believe working. myself. It's time, it's time to bail. The bit isn't working. I know you're still trying to make it work. It's not happening. <laughs> right. It's time to bail. What a douche. I know. I, again, oh, this idea that this is their solution shows, you know, people like to use the phrase, why Trump won. I mean, if that, that is not a great explanation of it. The fact that mm-hmm. you're going to come out after a national tragedy and mock people praying for the victim, showing compassion, mm-hmm. you might not think it's going to solve all the problems, but the idea that really you come bad. out and mock people for praying for victims, or if they're atheists, sending their thoughts to the families to try to comfort them in a difficult time. You're, the, the, the idea that you're acting as if that is an enemy tells uh, us a lot about who you are as a person. And we saw this all over uh twitter uh media personalities mm-hmm. it's just t- thoughts and prayers are not enough i heard it again this morning do we have the cnn uh rep- representative uh, uh ted deutsch i don't know if it's in this clip or not uh he he can we play one of these clips uh this is you know he used to on cnn this morning and this is the it's the top 10 arguments just recycled over and over and over again for every one of these things and none of them have worked right like if you're a liberal, you've said I want these I want these things to happen. You haven't been able to get them to happen. Would at some point mm-hmm. would you try thinking about something else? Here's a representative uh, Ted Deutsch. I don't know how many times I have to ask the question about why we can't stop this. Do you have any wisdom on this? Well, it's it's not wisdom that we need. It's action that we need. Action. This morning, I, I just um, I appreciate the interview that you just did with the two students and and I um, uh, as they were leaving, I just went to tell them. Uh, how brave I thought they were, and and he looked at me and and he said, um, "We want action," and that's uh, that that's coming from someone who had to endure just unspeakable horror yesterday. And what happened here in uh, in an incredible community full of wonderful people? The kids at the school I, I was at this school just a few weeks ago. Um, These are some of the best kids you'll find anywhere. And this is considered it was voted the safest town in florida right and so what all that that shows us is that no one is immune from this kind of from this kind of slaughter and look Hmm. i i I have to tell you for all of the people who have been saying you can't politicize this for the people who have who have gone to attack anyone who said anything about the need to to do something the only people who are politicizing what happened here the loss of life the tragedy the the, the, one of the worst days that anyone here will not ever experience not the one are the people who it. don't want to do no, that. Right. Are the people, oh, the people who, who are looking oh. for any reason to, mm. to give 
Congress one more chance to be silent. And and why you shouldn't we... have to feel the way I do. You shouldn't. Wait, wait, wait. Why, Nobody's what? saying we shouldn't do anything. Right. What we're saying is let's do the right thing. Yeah, something that will actually work. Do the right thing. I'm so tired of hearing we got to do something. <laughs> do the right thing. Yeah. yeah. And you notice, and this happened over and over and over again mm-hmm. as I was listening to the news over the past 24 hours. They didn't say anything about gun control there. It's always mm-hmm. this this nebulous call to action about mm-hmm. something because they know the American people don't want this to happen to law-abiding citizens, and that's who it would affect, obviously. There's 300 mm-hmm. million guns in this country. If you want a gun to go shoot up a place, it, you've, you're too late. You're too late to restrict them. It's, it's it's very easy to get them. Unless you're going to now come to door-to-door and take them away from people. And that's not Is something... Is that what you're proposing? Yeah. You don't want to try that. That won't work out well. Uh, can we listen to Don Lemon from last night? Oh, jeez. No, we like Don Lemon. Don, you know, has had uh, Glenn on the show many times. And I would say that this is just a very... This is very typical of, of the coverage last night. This exasperated, how can this be happening again... Um, uh, emotional plea to the to the audience to uh, to adopt you know gun control his measures, point of view his point of view right mm-hmm. and so again you didn't you we didn't hear in that last clip him say well what we want are x y or z when it comes to gun control it's just they just keep saying we need action and the only action they'll accept obviously is gun control mm-hmm. here's uh don lemon uh talking about uh, playing the odds in our society There's another fact that we need to face. Every single one of us is just playing the odds at this point. The odds that in a country of 325 million souls, that we won't be the ones who get hit by the next bullets that start flying. Stop for a second here. Of course we are. I mean, of course we are. We're also playing the odds that when we commute... To work, we won't we're not killed. the ones in the accident. Uh-huh. We're the people. We we're hope, we playing the odds that our smoke detector doesn't go out the same time a fire starts. We're all playing the odds every single day. That is exactly what we're all doing. And you know what? That should be not discomforting, comforting, because the odds of you getting involved in one of these situations are so impossibly low that you can actually find legitimate comfort if you understand probability. <laughs> that this is never going to happen to you, most likely. And that doesn't give comfort to the person who's just been involved in something like this. But like, think about, think about it this way. Worst mass shooting in our history, Las Vegas. Worst mass shooting, I think it was 58 people killed mm-hmm. in the Las Vegas shooting. You could have been anywhere else in, the, in America other than Las Vegas, obviously. But if you were in Las Vegas, you could have been anywhere else but at that concert. You could have been in the building where the bullets were coming from. And had no risk of being caught in this shooting, with the exception of the the security guard. Now, think about this. You went to Vegas, and you went to that concert. Of the people who were at the concert, 99.8% of them survived. Now, I am not saying that that is a justification to be like, oh, we should never care about mass murderers again. But I wish we could get to a place where people understood that, you know, the odds are actually really comforting in yeah, these situations. Yeah, if you're going to talk odds... Yeah. The odds are great. Yeah, you're, they're good. You're they're probably really good. never going to have to deal. Thank God, you're probably yeah. never going to have to deal with this. And remember how uh, commonly this point was made when it came to terrorism. When back in the day, when we were saying, "Hey, we got to take Islamic extremism seriously," and they'd say, "There's better chance of you being killed driving your car to work than being killed by a terrorist." In <laughs> an argument to never take uh, this seriously, they constantly were berating us with those things. And in reality. Mm-hmm. It is a comforting 
truth that most likely you will end your life for something a lot more boring than a terrorist attack. Thank God that most people will die of something that's a lot less interesting. Mm -hmm. That is something, though, in our society. And you know what it is? It's a function of a free society. It is, at some level, the price we pay that some maniac that we don't know and has never seen us before can do something to harm us. That is part of our construction of our society. You know, maybe you don't need to deal with that in North Korea. Maybe only Kim Jong-un makes those decisions in North Korea and you don't have to deal with it. I don't know. I feel like the trade-off is okay. Now, that, that, that does not mean that we don't do every single thing that we can to stop these terrible incidents from terrorist attacks to things uh, like this mass shooting, which I would also clarify, uh, you know, classify possibly as a terrorist attack, depending on his motivation. Still, though, it's part, it is part of it, and, and, and we all have to deal with it. We deal with it every single day. Are we going to be the one uh, example when we go into a basic surgery where the doctor screws up? Are we playing the odds there? Yeah, we're playing the odds there. We're playing the odds every single day. You drive down the street, there is a... There are two yellow lines that separate you from a car careening at you at 55 miles an hour, depending on the road. We all trust and play the odds that that person driving at you isn't the one idiot who decides they're going to smash the car into you head on for no reason. Every day we do this and we trust people. It's something that you should probably realize with life and it's why we make the point all the time when it comes to faith and, and your morals and the way you live your life. Get it in order. Because you don't know when that last day is coming. You are playing the odds every single day. So uh, you know, that part, it just drives me freaking crazy. Because people act as if that's... I mean, I think John Mayer made the same point. And Don should probably consider if he's making the same points as John Mayer, that maybe they're not the best points. But we go on with uh, more John, Don Lemon. Don't be the one that gets that, that phone call about someone you love who did. Your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister your spouse or your parent, even a friend, anyone you know. The phone call that changes your life. But with every deadly shooting in this country, the odds get worse and worse and worse. Are you really willing to keep playing those odds? Your life is too precious for that. The lives of our loved ones are too precious. The lives of the people in our cities and towns are too precious. Have we forgotten that life is a gift it's a disgrace that this is still happening Life after Sandy gift. Hook. Mm. Columbine, Virginia Tech, Emanuel AME Church, Pulse nightclub shooting, Las Vegas, the list goes on and on and on. This is who we are right now. But is this really who we want to be? A country where anybody at any time could be shot to death. And then when a bunch of people are killed and lives are shattered, we are sad and maybe angry, and then we forget, and we move on until the next time, with the tragedy remaining in the headlines for even a shorter time than it did before. So just forget politics here. This is about lives, the lives of all Americans. We need to keep guns out of the hands of dangerous people. Everyone agrees with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People who oppose gun control will say, today is not the day to talk about it. And you know what, mm -hmm. they are absolutely right. Because the day to talk about it was weeks, months, years, or decades ago. And yes, of course, we also need to make mental health a priority in this country. But guess what? what? We can do both. We can do both of those things Why not do the one you can get at done? the same time. Right? If mm -hmm. we don't, we have no one to blame but ourselves. This is America, people. Don't forget that. There you go. So, Don Lemon. And, 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 I'm dumber for having heard that. <laughs>
I mean, it's I'm just, just dumber for having her. Look, I think he's sincere. I, he's, know, it's, I, but it's but just, it's just a I can't, stupid rant that makes no sense. And, and again, there's no evidence Ugh, that any gun brother. law would stop him. He violated mm. several gun laws for the way he used his gun. It's just, it's just irritating. By the way, we should talk about uh, President Trump is uh, supposed to make a statement. It's interesting that uh, right before the statement has come out, it appears that Steve Mnuchin, the tre- Treasury Secretary, has come out in favor of gun control. Uh, additional gun control measures. That's obviously um, you know major force inside the administration. Um, so we don't know what uh, Trump is going to say here. Um, we just uh, I, you know hey, these are moments are you can be nervous at times uh, mm-hmm. with these things. But yeah. uh, let's take a break. If we do uh, get the Trump thing uh, happening, we will take it uh, here on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu filling in. Glenn, by the way, back. Um, I, I don't know if he's going to make it in tomorrow. He, he's apparently in pretty bad shape as far as being sick. So it could be Monday, uh, but he'll be back soon. Um, Markets are beginning to price a potential interest rate uh, hike in March, potentially another one in June, another one in December. Man, if you were able to lock in one of the mortgages at the rates that we have now for 30 years, this this could be a huge financial windfall for you. Because if these rates go up, you're going to be paying this low rate and it's going to be a a really important life decision financially. Um, We know we need to uh, organize our finances. We need to make sure that all this is in order. Um, the lower interest rate that you can lock into, the greater your savings. And now's the time to get that done before these rates go up. Uh, start shopping loan programs and rates and get started by calling the, calling the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. I've dealt uh, personally with American Financing. They did a fantastic job for me. They were honest. They made sure I found the right deal and I was able to get the right deal for my home. With American Financing, you get a straightforward and effortless mortgage experience, and I can vouch for that. They They make it super easy. Call American Financing, 1-800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Glenn Beck Mercury. Back. President Trump is now addressing the nation on the school shooting. Let's listen. And we heard for the entire community of Parkland, Florida, that is now in shock and pain and searching for answers. To law enforcement, first responders, and teachers who responded so bravely in the face of danger, we thank you for your courage. Soon after the shooting, I spoke with Governor Scott to convey our deepest sympathies to the people of Florida and our determination to assist in any way that we can. I also spoke with Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi and Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel. I'm making plans to visit Parkland to meet with families and local officials, and to continue coordinating the federal response. In these moments of heartache and darkness, we hold on to God's word in Scripture. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you. We trust in that promise, and we hold fast to our fellow Americans in their time of sorrow. I want to speak now directly to America's children, especially those who feel lost, alone, confused, or even scared. 
I want you to know that you are never alone and you never will be. You have people who care about you, who love you, and who will do anything at all to protect you. If you need help, turn to a teacher, a family member, a local police officer, or a faith leader. Answer hate with love. Answer cruelty with kindness. We must also work together to create a culture in our country that embraces the dignity of life, that creates deep and meaningful human connections, and that turns classmates and colleagues into friends and neighbors. Our administration is working closely with local authorities to investigate the shooting and learn everything we can. We are committed to working with state and local leaders to help secure our schools and tackle the difficult issue of mental health. Later this month, I will be meeting with the nation's governors and attorney generals. We're making our schools and our children safer will be our top priority. It is not enough to simply take actions that make us feel like we are making a difference. We must actually make that difference. In times of tragedy, the bonds that sustain us are those of family, faith, community, and country. These bonds are stronger than the forces of hatred and evil. And these bonds grow even stronger in the hours of our greatest need. And so always, but especially today, let us hold our loved ones close. Let us pray for healing and for peace. President Trump and on the tragedy in Florida one yesterday. More to come on to the Glenn Beck program with the tears and Glenn Beck, Mercury. I have the same pattern every year. Uh, I start off the year eating pretty good and, and, and maybe dropping a few pounds from the holidays. And then Super Bowl comes around and I blow it all over again. I ca- it's kind of a planned part of my life, to be honest about it. But Riduzone is helping me bounce back this time. Usually it takes me a month or so to actually bounce back from the, from the Super Bowl. Not this year. I'm bouncing back now. I've had a, I've been doing, you know, I've lost what, 10 pounds since the beginning of the year, 12 pounds, something like that. Um, and Riduzone helps because it helps, you know, curb your cravings. It helps, uh, your metabolism speed up. And it is a great idea for you if you are doing the same thing that I'm doing, trying to drop a few pounds and get back into a little bit of shape. Um, Riduzone.com is the place to go for this. Uh, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. You're going to get 30% off if you use the code STU. There's nothing wrong with getting a little bit of help uh, when you're trying to lose weight. It's hard. Uh, and Riduzone can help you. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Offer code STU. This is the Glenn Beck Program. With Pat and Stu. And uh, Jeffy joins us as well. Uh, Rick Scott has made the statement, we want to make sure... This never happens again. Here's a problem. You can't you can't make sure it never happens again, no matter what you do. No matter what you do. Right. When they, t- they took steps. We can't safety wrap our society. I'd love to. I wish we could, but we, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you got to take the steps you can, obviously. But you cannot guarantee it's not going to happen again, no matter what you do. No. You can take every single gum from every single person 
and you can't guarantee it's never going to happen again. Well, I mean, there's going to be sticks and rocks and, and we, knives, we, right. and and they'll also find guns and, find and guns, get them yeah. illegally. I mean, the worst mass shooting in history was not in America; it was in Norway. Norway. I mean, I, you know, it's and it was where is that possible? What's the deal? Gum- guns are banned there. Yeah, like you oh, that happen. Yeah. What? Yeah, stunningly, yeah, yeah. Uh, that still happened. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's the worst mass shooting. I, I, I should say it's the worst mass shooting by some crazy person in the context we're talking about. All right. of the really bad mass shootings came from governments. Yeah. Uh, just so you're aware, uh, hundreds of millions of people have been killed in that way. We don't uh, think about those. Yeah, but we don't, those, those aren't mass shootings. We, let's not talk about those. Uh, there was a one of the students at Parkland High School uh, was asked about gun control on MSNBC. Here's how he responded. I had two classes with him back sophomore year. I never really associated with him or talked to him until one day I got paired to do a project with him. And he just started talking to me. He was telling me about how they got expelled from two different private schools. He was held back twice. He had aspirations to join the military, and he enjoyed hunting. So what was your reaction when you heard that it was him? I wasn't surprised, but it was kind of unfortunate to hear. How, if you were a lawmaker, an adult in a in a decision-making uh, position, how would you stop, do you think, the kind of thing that happened today? A kid who'd been thrown out comes back with a weapon and takes out whatever grievance he's been walking around with in his head. Gun-wise, I don't think there's any way to prevent it. You outlaw guns, just creates higher demand for it. Uh-oh. I think it has to do with mental health, though. Oh. Not if what he was looking for. Three different times in three different schools. I think he should be helped out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to NBC News right there. Wait, what? You guys didn't tell me he was going to say that. What? <laughs> he didn't go along with our gun control uh, thought. I thought here. that's what, what we were talking to. <laughs> Jeez. Was there anything I mean, that surprised you, Jeffy, watching this coverage? Surprised? I don't know about surprise. I mean, I, he had all the markers. You know, everybody that yeah. talked just like this student who knew him or had crossed his path knew that they knew he, was, trouble. he was he was crazy eyed. You mm-hmm. know, he was a, he was an issue. And they tried to take some steps to. In fact, they banned him from the campus. Yeah. When he was carrying a backpack. I mean, it was just, you know, no backpacks at the school. They banned him from campus. He was kicked out of school. Every student, you know, mm-hmm. they threw up the the markers. Bad, crazy people still act, right? Yeah. I heard, I heard some. So great apparently, stories. he came back with guns instead of a backpack. Then what do you do? Right. Too, too bad there's not a I don't know an armed security right. guard on campus. Well, I believe they have security. I guards. think they did. Actually and they actually have uh, armed police officers who are uh, show up, I, and I don't think they're huh. there all day. Mm-hmm. But the police officers from Parkland uh, come to uh, the school more than once a day like they come in the morning a couple of police officers yeah. with, and then they make frequent mm. rounds and come in the afternoon so while they're not there all the day. entire day yeah. they are present let's be honest about it a, a as someone who thinks that that's an interesting thing to talk about as far as, as you know having advanced security i know yeah. i you know wanted in my kids school you know um but it's not going to stop everyone no, either. I mean, it probably means that kid goes after the security guard. Hopefully, that delays him enough for more kids to escape. Hopefully, the security guard sees him coming right. and is able to win the battle. Like, but it doesn't guarantee there's no more and mass they shootings. Did have, the mean, students did have some, uh, some a little bit of training on what to do if there was a problem. I mean, I heard an interview with one girl that said we'd gone through this, you know, before and, and had some uh, some kind of training about uh, shooting if there so was a shooting. Maybe save some helped. lives. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. when you think how how horrific it is that right now we have seventeen, 
that have died, right? Possible more yeah. that are in critical condition, mm. five or six more. When you think how horrible that is, I mean, it's a miracle that it's not more. Yeah, I, the I, way he went into the school with the fire total, alarm, yeah. the smokes. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's just a miracle that more aren't. I heard one interview with a kid who was in one of the rooms, and uh, he said they heard the first gunshot and didn't know what it was. Thought maybe it was you know fireworks. You know, you always hear the same thing. Like I thought it was fireworks right. or whatever. Um, and then then they heard the fire drill thing go off, and they came out. So they'd actually heard the, sh- and we don't, we don't know yet From if this, he pulled this, it this or this particular class. Uh, yeah, so told her, yeah, because people walked out and, and into the hallways, and then they were sort of sitting ducks right. at that point. Right. Um, the, the one girl, some of them ran to the shooting, not knowing which way it was coming from. They were trying to escape and ran the wrong way, and I guess uh, uh, people turned them around. Luckily, well, the one girl uh, that was interviewed talked about how her teacher got shot by actually saving them. Uh, you know, they had the, heard the fire alarm went out. It was the second one of the day. Yeah, and then it shut off. And they were like, they stopped. They were on the stairwell and they stopped. And then they heard gunfire. And the teacher was like, back to the room now. Yeah. And they went into the, they all huddled into the room. And the teacher was trying to, attempting to close and lock the door when he got shot. Yeah. It seems like there was a couple and, of teachers uh, who were really heroic, including one of the football coaches. And, and, and right. Yeah. The, and so the student said that then they were huddled in the room, you know, just scared out of their minds. And they heard, uh, crews go by and uh i mean there's an example of miracle i mean that's mm-hmm. they, they literally were sitting targets yeah I mean, I mean and look you know it, it's just you hope that you're not in this situation boy, no and you do everything that you can to prevent it obviously there's over a hundred thousand schools uh, right. in the country i mean i don't know how you're going to pre- it, you know i don't, I don't know how you're going to do it i mean we talked about the list of 18 school shootings that have happened legitimately there's been two this year not 18 i mean two as you would think of as a mass shooting event mm-hmm. um and one three people died here this one obviously 17 people died uh but i mean with a hundred thousand schools it's going to be there's we all know there's no way to prevent these things there's no way it, 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 we even saw this. I mean, we've seen mass stabbing attacks in other right. countries that yes, don't have we guns. Have. We've seen massive explosions. We, you know, we'll go through Europe and all the Islamic extremism that has happened there and those attacks. Just because they're terrorism doesn't mean that those attacks don't count. Right. Everyone's like, oh, this never happens in other countries. I don't know. Uh, think about going to a concert in Europe and tell me if those <laughs> things don't happen. So think about going to a street fair in Europe and tell me those things don't happen. Yeah. Just because they're using a car or sometimes they are guns, uh, they, they do happen. Uh, I mean, and you can't deny it. Here's how you stop all school shootings. Homeschool. Everybody homeschools. I got to tell you. Everybody homeschools. I got to tell you what, between the time I left uh, here yesterday and got Mm -hmm. home, the shooting was in progress. Mm -hmm. And I was never so happy as to have my children watching the coverage at the house. Yeah. 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 I was, was, thank you. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard. I, I think you still, again, look at this and you say the odds of the situation are like your kids are probably right. relatively safe at school. Sure it's probably yeah. more safe at school than they are at the local, you know, Walmart or uh, yeah, driving, certainly mall. driving down the highway. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I understand this. Another interesting part of this, I thought, was uh, that the the shooter, what happens at the end of these shootings? Number one, they shoot themselves in the head. Yeah, they go Number off two, with... the police shoot them in the head. Yeah. Right? Those are the two options in these shootings. So this guy's in custody, which is very strange. Sure is. And the reason why it seems like he's in custody is he attempted the quick change escape. Yes, he did. Uh, which I don't know if I've ever yes, actually seen. Did. If you don't know quick change, it was a movie with Bill Murray. 
and Gina Davis, right? Um, wasn't she was in it? Gina Davis? Yeah, it was, was Gina, Gina Davis, Davis yeah. from back in the I don't know, late 80s, early 90s. Oof, long time ago. And A, I freaking love that movie. If you've never seen it, it's, a cl- it's an all-time classic. But I think Bill, you love that movie because you were too young to know better. <laughs> I've watched no, it recently. I, I, no, it it's a plain, it it's stands. A, okay. It is a, 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 a plain classic for me. Do you have those movies that are plain yes, classics? Yes, it stands up. I, I kind of download it and keep it on every device in case I'm bored and I can just watch 20 minutes of a movie. It stands I love up because movie. you realize you just have to get past <laughs> the fact that there's no technology. Yes, no, look, there's... <laughs> It's very strange because they, 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 you'd think today it would be a lot harder to pull this one off. But what the guy in Quick Change, Bill Murray, dresses up as a clown. And he dresses up as a clown and he goes in and robs a bank. And, of course, obviously he gets surrounded. He's there in the middle of New York City. And his way of getting out is he changes from the... Cl- um, spoiler alert. He's cha- he changes from... This happens in the first 15 minutes of the movie, so it's probably okay. And it was 1989. Um, but he changes his uh, clown costume and he puts on normal person clothes. And when he keeps talking to the the hostage negotiator, he says, you know what? I'm going to release three hostages. And when he leaves, he leaves as one of the hostages. So he leaves and then comes out. Smart. It's a brilliant yeah, plan. Right. So apparently what happened here, mm. um, either he was watching Quick Change or came up with the idea on the fly. Instead of killing himself or being shot by police, he put down, I guess, put down his guns or whatever yeah, and weapons. walked out as part of the evacuating student body. So he walked out as one of the students and apparently took them an hour to capture him. Wow. It almost yeah. seemingly worked. I will say that the I, some of the footage I saw of the SWAT teams and the police officers uh, coming into the school and, and clearing the school, those gentlemen earned their pay uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, they came in and I mean, talk about they didn't know where the student was. They didn't know who yeah. was firing. They didn't know where the shots were coming from. You watch them go into the classrooms and have all the kids, you know, raise their hands and put down their devices and shut their phones off and get them out of the school and clear the school. I mean, that's a that's a tough job. I, I was really. I mean, think about just think about the moments after a shooting like this. You have this mass shooting. People are I mean, God, the, the horrific imagery you're witnessing as you're walking through these hallways. But you don't know if there's another right. shooter in a closet. You mm-hmm. don't know if someone's going to pop out from behind a door. Be- with especially a since in almost every case we're told at the beginning, they yeah. think there's another shooter. They think there's another yeah. shooter. Almost always worth every all the time. time. Yeah. You don't know if he planted a bomb somewhere right. inside the school. When you open up a door, something's going to go off. You have no idea what you're about to face. And these guys mm-hmm. do this every they time. Sure and you know the it's fact impressive. that they think about what we just went through in the last year, where police officers were vilified by so many NFL players taking mm-hmm. a knee on the field to show how bad right. these people are. And, and it takes moments like this for you to realize, hey, reminder here, 99% of these guys are are, are be- the best among us. You know, the fact that they can do the job no that they do about is Amen. incredible. No doubt about it. And they don't deserve the treatment they get. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up in a sec. Thanks, Jeffy. I uh, appreciate you joining us. And uh, it's always... Oh, I almost a, believe that. Almost a great. That's always a great experience, <laughs> um, with the exception of most of the time. Uh, well, with every all the, all the, the times. exception of every, with exception every of all time. the times we appreciate you coming on <laughs> every time. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, there is a reason we've been telling you about LifeLock for a very long time. One in four people have uh, experienced identity theft. We talk about we talked a lot about odds today, odds of terrible things happening to you. One in four, and really the data, the era of big data is just beginning. People uh, stealing your identity is a huge risk, and this is going to get is going to get worse. LifeLock can help you detect the threats to your identity that you might miss by just monitoring your credit. Christian, a sound engineer, joined LifeLock in 2014. He said, "From my perspective, I know my information's out there. I don't like it, but it's the reality of the situation." 
uh, he found out that uh, five cell phone accounts and a department store credit card had been opened up under his name after he got an alert from LifeLock. When he called LifeLock, they told me to sit back, relax, and they would handle it, and they did. Now he's a member for life. Uh, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you don't have to deal with identity theft on your own. Go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use the promo code BECK, and they're going to give you 10% off your LifeLock membership. The promo code is BECK. Visit LifeLock.com and save 10% off now with a promo code BECK. It's LifeLock.com. Glenn Beck Mercury. Glenn Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. So, so far, 17 people. Uh, killed yesterday in this uh, shooting of another no, another troubled kid, a 19-year-old who obviously had serious mental issues. Uh, the school had uh, kicked him out of school. They'd taken some precautions by keeping him off campus. With, I guess, if he showed up with a backpack, he was not allowed to be there. Um, it, shouldn't have been there really for any reason if you got no, kicked out of school, right? right? Yeah. Um, you will be hearing this 18 school shootings stat quite a bit. You'll see it at the bottom of TV screens on cable news. 18 it's school shootings this year. just this year. Should we go on through one more run, run through yeah, this? If you happen to miss this earlier, uh, and I posted it on Twitter, at World of Stew, if you want to go through it and share it. Um, here are the actual number of school shootings. We know the one yesterday. That's one. There was another one that I would say fits the same profile of, of what you would think of as a school shooting, a mass school shooting. Uh, January 23rd, Benton, Kentucky, two people were killed. Another 15 shot at Marshall County High School. Here are the rest of the 16. Um, a fight broke out at a Pennsylvania high school. One 32-year-old man was shot and later died. A football player was shot and killed. Those are the uh, sh- the places where people were killed um, in an aggressive manner. Uh, twice, uh, people shot themselves on school grounds. One incident featured a man shooting himself in a former high school parking lot. Okay, that's a suicide. That's Completely a suicide. different thing. A teen killed himself in an Arizona elementary school bathroom. Another uh, suicide. Uh, then you have uh, a um, January 4th gunshot fired at a school in Seattle through an office window. No one was hurt. Shots fired uh, shattering a California State University classroom window. No one was hurt. Uh, a Texas uh, In Texas, a bullet was accidentally fired through a classroom wall at Grayson College C- Criminal Justice Center. No one was hurt. January 15th, a bullet traveled through a residential hall dorm room. No one was hurt. On January 25th, a high school student fired a gun on campus. No one was hurt. On January 26th, shots were fired from a car parking lot. No one was hurt. On February 5th in Minnesota, a third grader pulled the trigger on a cop's gun. No one was hurt. On February 8th in New York, a shot was fired inside a metropolitan high school. No one was hurt. There are four more that resulted in an injury. Um... But again, would you hear uh, this? See, there's a teenage girl wounded in shots from a semi-automatic hot, uh, handgun. 14-year-old boy was injured in a shooting. Five children were injured in an accidental shooting. A teenager was shot and injured outside of a high school. So I would say one other, one of the 18 shootings. There have been two this there's year. Two that have, would fit this profile. Mm-hmm. Though one of them, two p- people were uh, killed, which is obviously terrible, um, but not you know, to the scale of these incidents. I think they're trying to communicate to you Hey, these things happen all the time. They happen so often that you don't even notice about notice them. But is anyone against a cop having a gun inside of a school? If a third grader pulls the trigger accidentally and no one was hurt, is that a, a national incident? No. No, I don't think so. And, and they're inflating these numbers intentionally to make you believe that this is such a widespread problem. And it is a horrible, horrible problem. Though, again, 
violence rate from guns is down by about half. And so and that's including these school shootings that have happened and the other mass shootings that have happened around the country. Uh, so it's not a problem with gun violence. It's a problem with these particular incidents. And, and it would be great to figure out a way to try to, 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 to curtail them. But it is not limiting uh, you know, uh, gun use for citizens that that are that obey the law. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work, and that's a big problem. It's also not legal. And the that's all they're trying to do, though. Mm-hmm. That's all they're trying all to care do. about is enact gun control. Glenn Beck, Mercury.